Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Another state wants to add work requirements to its Medicaid program. Health insurers are advertising Trump care plans. And more from Dr. Farzad Mostashari about the move to value-based care. All that and more coming up on Just Healthcare Daily. It's Tuesday, October 1st, and I'm Alex Holkin with Just Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. Buying health insurance is already confusing enough, and it's even more confusing if you're seeing ads under a policy that doesn't actually exist. Trump Care. Some websites are advertising for Trump Care plans for as little as $60 a month. A reporter at Axios spoke to some of the brokers behind the ads and found those offerings are for fixed indemnity or short-term plans. Both have very limited coverage. The Trump administration relaxed rules around these short-term plans, which are now allowed to be sold for three years. These plans aren't required to offer coverage as comprehensive as plans sold on the marketplace. They don't have to cover things like maternity care or prescription drugs or even preventive care. The Trump administration estimated about 600,000 people would choose this kind of coverage in 2019. Over the past few days, three of the largest retail pharmacies pulled a heartburn medicine from shelves after warnings that it contains a possible carcinogen called NDMA. CVS, Walgreens, and Rite Aid all said they would stop selling Zantac and generic versions of the drug after the FDA found the chemical in tests. NBC reported, CVS says anyone who bought the products can take them back for a full refund. The FDA said earlier this month it was investigating the chemical and whether it poses a risk to patients. Drug makers Novartis and GlaxoSmithKline temporarily stopped distributing generic versions in the U.S. and Canada, and Sanofi, the company who makes the brand name, Zantac, hasn't recalled the drug. The company told the New York Times that preliminary tests show the contaminants barely exceed the levels found in food. Idaho is the latest state to pursue work requirements for those enrolled in its Medicaid program. At the end of last week, the state submitted its request to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. That comes less than a year after voters in Idaho approved a ballot measure to expand Medicaid in the state. The waiver is aimed at adults who will be gaining coverage through the expansion. In order to be eligible, they'll have to spend 20 hours a week working, volunteering in some capacity, or participating in a post-secondary education program, with limited exceptions. More than 10 states have requested work requirements, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation. Some of those are still pending, others caught up in the courts, and a few have gained approval but have not yet been implemented. A spokesperson for Idaho's program said Medicaid expansion will take effect in January, regardless of the waiver. The state estimates 
includes over 16,000 people will be required to seek out work or training if the waiver is approved. Yesterday, we heard from Dr. Farzad Mostashari. He's the co-founder and CEO of Alidaid, a company that helps independent practices join accountable care organizations, or ACOs, and move into value-based care. He believes there's now broad consensus that value-based care is the way to go. But now the questions are which models are the best. Today, we're going to continue the conversation by digging into some details about which types of ACOs are doing the best and why. So, Dr. Mostashari, why are more physicians moving to ACOs than hospitals or health systems? There's two main reasons. Uh, One is the incentives are just, you know, if if this is about incentives and change, the incentives are much cleaner and less complicated for uh, physician-led ACOs than they are for hospital and health system-led ACOs who are making a lot of money in fee-for-service, and the bigger they are and the more dominant they are, by definition, they have more market clout. They're able to demand higher prices on fee-for-service and axiomatically become low value, right? They have gotten higher prices than they would otherwise command because they have market power. Therefore, they are, by definition, more successful in fee-for-service and, by definition, less successful in value-based care. That's the first kind of raw truth of why physician-led ACOs are going to be more successful. And they have more downstream of them. So hospital ACOs focus on post-acute. Well, there's not that much cost of care after the hospital to squeeze. But if you're upstream of hospitals, then you can have a free hand in reducing ED visits and hospitalizations and post-acute and home and all the kind of stuff that comes after. The second is it's just easier to get change management in smaller practices than in big health systems, uh, given their, you know, layers of uh, organizational complexity. You mentioned incentives are cleaner in physician ACOs. What do you think is the right balance of both incentives to save on care and penalties for not producing those savings? The majority of our ACOs in, in July went into two-sided models. However, we've made the point that uh, the point of downside risk is to motivate, not to paralyze with fear. And if you're putting bankrupting risk on uh, smaller primary care practices, then you're not getting what you're looking for. And in fact, we now see in the Medicare models asymmetrical risk where the practices can gain upside on the total cost of care and downside as a function of their own revenue. And we're hopeful that commercial payers will follow suit. We've seen some examples of doctors employed by hospitals leaving to go independent, namely in Charlotte. Do you think that's a broader trend? Do you think we're going to see other physician practices leaving hospitals and other markets? There have been at least three groups who've come out of hospital employment in North Carolina. I think in at least in part that has to do with a big push there towards value-based care where the advantages get flipped, where practices who were bought by health systems because the health systems promised that they could get a higher rate simply by, you know, billing under their tax ID number. Now in a value-based world, uh, the practices can do very well um, on, on, on those contracts. Uh, the second uh, factor is making sure that in terms of anti-competitive behaviors, uh, whether it's Department of Justice or Federal Trade Commission, or potentially some legislation um, addresses 
frankly, anti-competitive behavior, as well as contract terms. There are other policy changes that have to happen. Uh, Site-neutral payments can be a big uh, leveler of the playing field and, and could really make a huge difference in bringing physicians again out of hospital employment. And so shifting back to Allidade, what do you think the company looks like in five years? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to seem really unhumble here. I, I assure you we're, we're, we're trying to have really reasonable expectations, but I think we're going to be the largest provider of value-based primary care in America in five years. We're at 3% market share now, uh, and, and that's, that's about 500,000 patients in risk contracts. And we're just seeing unprecedented growth and, and just huge, huge opportunities to keep, keep extending. That was Dr. Farzad Mostashari, co-founder of Allidate. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, insurance stocks were up Monday. United Health Group was up 0.96%, Centene was up 0.21%, and Anthem was up 1% at the end of the trading day Monday. The broader sector was up 0.9%. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgan. Check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.